0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak from Monday, August 15th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Biofuel sector welcomes IRA. USTR to make trade pitch in Iowa. EPA to grant E-15 waiver to eight states. Ag groups quiet, but biofuel sector welcomes IRA. Biofuel industry groups are welcoming passage of the Inflation Reduction Act, the historic package of nearly $370 billion in climate-related funding. The bill includes $500 million for biofuel infrastructure funding for USDA, plus new tax credits for sustainable aviation fuel and for low-carbon biofuels, plus extensions of some existing tax incentives. Brian Jennings, CEO of the American Coalition of Ethanol, called the bill far reaching. Jeff Cooper, President and CEO of the Renewable Fuels Association, said the legislation represents the most significant federal commitment to low carbon biofuels since the renewable fuel standard was expanded by Congress in 2007. Kurt Kavorik, Vice President of Federal Affairs for Clean Fuels Alliance America, which represents biodiesel and renewable diesel producers, said the measure provides his industry long-term certainty in tax policy. Now, Keep in mind, most farm groups stayed relatively quiet as the bill moved through the Senate and the House. That's not surprising given the strong GOP opposition to the measure. But there will be plenty of interest as USDA prepares to spend the money that's allotted, including nearly $20 billion for conservation programs and more than $3 billion for farm debt relief. The measure cleared the House late Friday afternoon on a strict party-line vote, 220 to 207. Afterwards, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi held a bill enrollment ceremony to ready the legislation for President Biden's signature. USTR to make trade pitch in Iowa this week. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai is heading to Iowa on Wednesday to make the case that the Biden administration is expanding foreign market access for U.S. farmers and ranchers. Ty will be joining Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack and Iowa Democratic Representative Cindy Axne in the Farm State for a series of events to highlight success stories and discuss how the Biden administration's trade agenda can deliver inclusive economic growth to all communities. Ty and Vilsack will also be talking up the Inflation Reduction Act while they are in Iowa this week. White House, U.S.-Taiwan trade talks not impacted by rising China tensions. Tensions between the U.S. and China are high after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's visit to Taiwan. But that won't impact the Biden administration's efforts to bring together a bilateral trade agreement with Taiwan. That according to a White House official. When it comes to Taiwan, Kirk Campbell, the White House Indo-Pacific coordinator said Friday that the U.S. is, quote, developing an ambitious roadmap for trade negotiations, which we intend to announce in the coming days. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this dairy management incorporated serves america's thirty four thousand plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers dairy products and the dairy industry Funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Hunger Conference proponent says White House on track. The White House has not yet even announced a date for the Conference on Hunger, Nutrition, and Health that's supposed to take place in September. But the leading congressional proponent of the event, Representative Jim McGovern, the Massachusetts Democrat, said there's broad interest from around the country in the proceedings. The administration is, quote, all hands on deck, he said, adding that departments and agencies across the government have been asked to participate. If they were not doing the kind of job that we all expect them to do on this, I'd be the first to complain, but I can't, he said. Ask when he expects the White House to provide the date, McGovern said, I'm hoping soon. Why, it matters. It'll be the first such White House Hunger Conference since the 1969 event that led to a dramatic expansion of federal food assistance programs. EPA plans to grant permanent E-15 waiver to eight states by next summer. The Environmental Protection Agency is planning to grant waivers to eight Midwestern states that will allow E-15 to be sold year-round on a permanent basis by next summer's driving season. Ron Snyder, who spoke at the American Coalition for Ethanol's annual conference on Friday, said the agency is, quote, actively engaging with the governors of Nebraska, Iowa, South Dakota, North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Illinois, and Ohio on the rule. From the regulatory side, we feel like this state-by-state conversation is the most immediate opportunity, Snyder told AgriPulse. Where one ethanol group stands, well, as odd as it sounds, I think it's going to be easier to try to get legislation passed through Congress than it is for all 50 governors to say we want to allow E15 year-round in our states. But that's a hell of a steep hill to climb, said Brian Jennings, CEO of the American Coalition for Ethanol. Corteva, Bayer sue each other in Delaware over technology. Corteva Agriscience and Bayer have filed separate lawsuits against each other. Corteva's alleging infringement of a patent on enzymes it uses in its enlist corn and Bayer alleging that Corteva used Bayer technology in developing its E3 soybeans. Both lawsuits were filed in Delaware. Corteva's in federal court and Bayer's in state court, the Bayer lawsuit was sealed. With knowledge of Corteva's intervention, defendants have made and used transgenic plants that produce AAD-1 enzyme, having dual activity against 2,4-D, and Quisilofop, Corteva alleges in the lawsuit. More from Bayer. The company will announce today it's offering growers a new digital platform to help them adopt regenerative practices. Foreground offers growers tools, resources, discounts, as well as the potential to earn revenue through the Bayer Carbon Program, the company says in the announcement. Based on the successful foundation of the existing Bayer Carbon Program, Foregram will expand and evolve to go beyond carbon offsets and explore other ways that farmers can make a positive impact in their operations through the adoption of regenerative agriculture practices and technologies and the potential to connect with companies to help them meet their sustainability goals from footprinting to value chain interventions all the way to carbon offsets, Bayer said. Here's today's She Said It. Mother Earth gets angry from time to time, and this legislation will help us address all of that. That House Speaker Nancy Pelosi speaking at the Bill Enrollment Ceremony for the Inflation Reduction Act. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, August 15th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Agripulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.